One day, an entire world woke up in a civilization destroyed, with no memory of what brought them to their demise. For 2,000 years, the people rebuilt, from the first communities banding together to fight the monsters in the dark, to bustling technomantic metropolises. Against this backdrop, the ordinary folk played out their extraordinary lives. These are their stories. This is the Chronicles of Styropos. Hello, gang. Hello. Hello. Good dog. Chapter two, party people. So, Simon, did you just say something in German? Yeah, I did. I don't know why that happened. <laughs> I just said Guten Tag instead of hello. Oh. oh. All right. Every intro from now on, different language. Oh, oh hell no. <laughs> good morning. That, that's also that. That is German. That's not morning. No, that was Norwegian. Uh, oh, is it? Good okay. Kveld. Sorry. Good Kveld. I'll good save it for next time because we've got. I don't oh. know how many languages you, <laughs> you, you folks know, but we've got a fucking time bomb. <laughs> All right, gang. So, how we party people? How we feeling about chapter two? How we getting on? We're having a good time. You're far You're too very happy. energetic. Yeah. I just ate half a tub of ice cream, guys. You watched context, me do it. Hannah sits on a bouncy ball thing rather than a chair. And it's because I'm bouncing really up and down. Pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. She's bouncing up and down as she says this. And she looks too hyped. I don't like the energy she's bringing to uh, <laughs> to this session. I'm scared. It's the energy where I kill you all. <laughs> that is a DM hyped for a TPK. In two weeks' time, look forward to our new characters. Yeah, Hannah, that's a good question. What happens if one of your chapters full of intricate storyline just ends in a TPK <laughs> after three episodes? Um, then we go on to the next chapter. Yeah. Cool. Fair. <laughs> Do you guys want to know what interesting thing I've done in the last four weeks since speaking to you, other than getting really pregnant? I was going to say, is it grow bigger? Oh, I'm so big. I feel like you're at your size. That shouldn't it be four weeks ago that you got very pregnant. <laughs> A bit longer ago. Doctors want to talk to you. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I did in these four weeks. I basically finished my Christmas shopping. I haven't even started. It's October. We haven't even had Halloween. What are you doing? It's not allowed. You can't do Christmas shopping until Halloween is done. Cancel Hannah. She's cancelled. <laughs> this is not allowed. It is spooky season. You are not allowed to do Christmas. That is actually obscene. It's an outrage. Do you know what other thing I did since last time we spoke? Oh, God. Have you, like, bought everything for, like, a birthday in May as well or something? <laughs> no, but I watched The Witcher. I know who Henry Cavill is now. Yay! Yay! And to be fair... Hannah was watching it and like, yeah, I, I can see that. I can see the uh, the thing actually. I can see what Serena means. <laughs> I mean, I saw an awful lot. I never of his said I had a crush on Henry Cavill. Chest. I just think he's a cool guy. There's just a lot of it. He's a nerd. It's a good nerd. He's a good nerd. I could have done. I could have done with a little less nudity. There was a lot of tit. I saw a thing that's like um, we sh- we have like you know, scrubs up well. But we should also have like a word for the opposite where you like grind up good. And Henry Cavill really epitomizes that because obviously he's there and it's yeah. like suit and very suave. And you see him as Geralt, it's like, oh no, okay, that's better. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's true. Well, there you go. That's what I've done in the last four weeks. I got fat, did my Christmas shopping, and watched The Witcher all at the same time. All at the same time. Sometimes efficient. Okay, gang. So first time for chapter two, I'm going to hit my big red recap button. We got the big fight this afternoon. Galvarax is probably the one gladiator older than Phaler. Tonight is going to be my last fight. He he slipped something into your hand. Phaler, you got to do one better than me. and you got to live. And one more favour, one more favour. Where do the bodies go when we die? This, like, great, huge, half-giant woman barges over and she looks at you, Toby, and she says, Move. You're made under the assumption that I want to sit next to you. Come on, Nevada, it's too early for this shit. Come on, just do what she says. I know that neither of you have ever been penultimate before, but just focus on what's in the arena. In front of you is some kind of plateau. You can see a red flag. Captured the flag. Yeah, that's me unconscious. 
you dash up to the top of the mountain and you're on the top and you grab that flag. I do like a dramatic like a sweep and then I like wave it, you know, do the the oh you're not detained arm while I'm while I'm waving it. That is an embarrassingly terrible performance though. Once he's like realised that failure is stable, he like stands up and is like pumping his like sword up and down. And she very slowly makes her way back to her room. The conversation with her friend and mentor from earlier nearly forgotten. Thaler, please give me your D10 roll. Uh, yeah, that's a 10. Ooh, nice. Thaler, what happens when you roll a 10? Uh, so 10 is whatever this tabled version of a critical failure is. You're basically just non-functioning because you're in so much pain. Nice, nice. Mechanically, basically I do everything at disadvantage and my speed is halved. So you basically have two levels of exhaustion. You did also get knocked out badly. I mean, I had a pretty bad day yesterday. It kind of checks out. How many painkillers are you asking for? I mean, that is a good question. You can have up to three. I will just ask for two again because a third one doesn't get me any extra benefit and it begins fucking me up more. Yeah, so with two, um, you are at risk of nausea. Yep. All right, but yeah, once you start having three, it 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 don't fuck up. And you are given two, which reduces you to a eight, which means that you have severe pain. You're having trouble focusing on anything other than that, and you have disadvantage on intelligence-based checks and saving throws as well as all other saving throws excluded constitution and also strength and also dexterity. That was not a role you wanted to get, really. No, it's a bad role, but yeah, it still, at least I've had two pills and not, like, non-functioning. Toby. Hi. Do you think that Toby wakes up before the 6am bell? Well, Toby didn't. I don't think Toby got to sleep particularly quickly last night because, obviously, they were fighting relatively late and then partly the adrenaline rush of, you know being out there performing, fighting and whatever. And also I think once that started to subside, he was kind of pissed off. Like I don't think he was particularly happy with how things went because he fell on his ass a couple of times and only ended up getting one flag. So he, between adrenaline and anger, he didn't get to sleep. So he is um, struggling to wake up this morning. He's in a grump. So you are lying in your bed, pretending that uh, the 6am gongs are not going off. Yep. Putting your pillow over your head, turning to face the wall. Wait, we get pillows? You get like a little a little <laughs> bit of something. And you, you hear a little voice. He says, uh, he says um, hey, you're supposed to get up. Do I recognise this voice? Oh yeah, you know him. Um, it is a kid called Eric and he has short brown curly hair and, and very, very blue eyes. Um, and he looks to be about nine years old. Fuck off, Eric. Don't. Toby, you've got to go and have this breakfast. Don't want breakfast. I really think you need to get out of bed. Just leave me alone, Eric. He sort of steps away and he kind of scratches his chin a little bit and he pushes your shoulder again. He says, Toby, Toby. Yeah? I really don't think this is a good idea. I really think you should get out of bed and go and have breakfast now. Why? I just think it's a bad idea to to be in your bed now. Fine, I'll get pulled off if I don't have breakfast anyway, so fine. And he sort of gets up and starts to do his morning ablutions. You can see that Eric kind of looks relieved at this and starts to, to make his way out of your room. I think as he's leaving, he's like, Eric. Yeah? What's up? No- nothing. Why? What? Why were you in my room? What are you doing? Oh, I'm just coming around to, you know, get washing and and all the things that I'm supposed to do. Okay. And then he leaves really quickly. Okay, so you get ready, you you wash your face, you wash your hands. Is is Toby waiting for Laverna this morning like he did yesterday? No, he just goes to breakfast, gets his food, sits down in the corner. Oh, no, he does not. He does not. Oh, shit. So you are running late to breakfast because you had a little temper tantrum. Yep. And 100% accurate. You you walk down the corridor, you line up for your food, get your bowl, get your porridge, and you're looking around to try and see where are you going to sit down. And as you do, the half giant Tilda 
how we met last time, she kind of walks past you and she shoulder barges you just enough that it knocks your bowl out of your hands. Great. Shit. Uh... Is Laverna already up and in the in the room? Yeah, you're already up and eating breakfast with Fela. So uh, Laverna, roll me a little perception check to see whether you spotted that happened. <laughs> five. Plus zero, five. <laughs> you think you spotted something particularly lumpy in your porridge this morning. <laughs> I think Toby just calls after her, hey, you spilt something. Oh, no, I don't think that was me. I think that was you. No, I think it was you. I think you owe me your breakfast because you just knocked into me. And she uh, kind of laughs at you and uh, she's got her like little posse with her. There's a halfling dude and a dwarf woman. And uh, she just kind of laughs at you and turns back with her her porridge to uh, go sit down. As she turns back, Toby wants to, like, grab her wrist and is going to try to cast Inflict Wounds on her. What level spell is that? We have these things on our wrist. Yeah, he knows. Level one. I'm a warlock, so level two. Level two. All right, so you grab her and you try and cast Inflict Wounds on her and you get this familiar kind of zapping sensation up your arm. All too familiar, I think. All too familiar, and you take seven points of damage. How? As it kind of like runs up your arm and like tings into your shoulder. He goes, We're like ten minutes into the game and you already got damage. Yeah, we're fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah, he kind of growls. Can I just yell over and be like, Toby, just just leave it. Come and sit Uh, down. Roll a perception check to see if you can spot this happening. Oh, fair. Hmm. Eleven. Uh, I I don't think you spot it in time. Okay. Does she react to like me grabbing her and then growling or? Says, get off me. One day, Tilda, I say, as <clears throat> he just puts his hand out to the side and starts to summon his sword. You and me are gonna fight in the arena, and I'm gonna suck your fucking blood. He says, like grinning a little bit, just enough to let his like his fangs start to get a little bit longer. As your sword kind of coalesces in your hands. You hear a voice in your head and it says, oh, what have we here? Oh, are you going to attack her? Or go on? Uh, Does she respond or...? Yeah, she just kind of pulls her arm away and she says, get off me. What the the hell is wrong with you? And the sword says to you, just just get her. Just go on, it'll be love. Oh, she smells like she'd bleed lovely. One day, but they'll beat me near to death if i do it here yeah and you can already see like guards gathering round and someone's pointing at you and uh, there's a little bit of kerfuffle as other gladiators see what you're doing and kind of like start to make a bit of a, a scene about it i think i sort of sheath my sword at my hip like, there's a little loop at my hip that i can just put it away but i don't unsummon it oh you coward coward don't don't start oh. She turns and she walks away from you and you can kind of still hear your sword muttering angrily beneath its breath. Um, as you make your way, I presume you go to sit with Fela and uh, Laverna. Yeah, he looks down at the like tiny little bit of gruel left in his bowl and just slams it down on the table and sits down in a half and, start, and like starts pushing it around the bowl with his spoon. <laughs> Fela, roll me a constitution saving throw. Oh. You do not have disadvantage on this. Uh, that's still not very good, though. It's only a 10. You feel quite sick today. I think that there's you've taken a lot. You're a bit tired. Things have all not gone quite right. Um, you don't really feel a lot like you want to eat this. Uh, so if Toby does come and sit down, I, w- I will push. Maybe not like all of my breakfast, but a good amount of it to one side and be like, I only have the stomach for a little bit this morning. If you're missing some, take the rest. Thanks. Laverna, how are you doing this morning? I'm a bit oblivious to everything that's been going on, I think. Um, I'm just chowing down. Do I notice the bad moods and the bad vibes? Uh, yeah, roll an insight check. Uh, 19, I probably do. Yeah, everybody's really grumpy today. You had a great time yesterday. You got loads of flags. You were, like, running round, winding people up, you know, fighting hawks. You had a great time. You don't know what everybody's so grumpy about. But yeah, they are pretty miserable. Um, I think I just kind of like look between the two and then like look again. And I kind of just switch in, look in between the two of them. And I'm just like, there is something going on here. You guys, like we, we won yesterday. What is all of this? What's up? Yeah, we did win. You did well. It's just feeling the after effects. 
that's all. But no, you should be pleased with yourself. Yeah, you won. No, that's not what I said. We're a team and we won. That's a team effort. Yeah, you you carried the team. You got three flags and I got one. So Toby, come on. Look, how much damage did you take? How many hits did you take that would have gone at me? And like, like if you weren't taking them, like you took the punt so I could grab the flags. It was a team effort, man. Most of it was falling on my ass, to be honest. Toby, Toby, Toby. As my priest growing up, you know, good old family priest, as he always said, there is a strong connection between depression and demonic possession. Which one have you got? Um, both. All right. Well, one of them we can't tackle straight away, but one of them we can definitely talk about. So tell me about your demonic possession. Verna, <laughs> <laughs> I tried for months to get rid of the damn sword. I buried it. I The sword's the problem. Just give me the sword. I'll take it off you. You can trade. I've got a rapier. You can have a rapier. I tried that. I gave the sword to people. It came back. It always comes back. I can't get rid of it. This isn't going to help. I tried. I'm stuck with it for the rest of my life. Well, just use it then. That's why I'm here. Wait, you chose to be a gladiator? Mm, kinda. Damn. All right. As you guys are talking, having this deep, deep conversation about Toby, a, a, a sort of a little gnome with thick, bushy black eyebrows and a shock of white hair sits down in front of you. He's got like this kind of grizzled scar that runs through his like right lip, which makes his mouth look like it is twisted in a in a permanent sneer. And as he sits down, all of you kind of look at him, and he just says. Well, don't look at me. Again, do we recognise this guy? Um, you've seen him around. Okay. He, he's a gladiator. Sorry, you, you just sat down. Hi. Mm. And he says, so, um, well, what did, uh, what did Galfrax tell you yesterday? I'm not necessarily sure that's for sharing. Although, where is he this morning? He was acting funny yesterday. Have you seen him? He sort of looks up briefly and looks back down at his porridge and he says, uh, I saw you talking to him yesterday. Uh, I think you know where he is now no he was just being paranoid i mean i was a bit knocked out after last night but come on he's he's just up late or up early right uh and he he pushes his uh food around he says um no no he's exactly where he told you he would be so you didn't just see us talking you were listening in as well why are you so interested um roll a quick insight check 15 15 uh you kind of recognize this guy as someone you saw Gavrax with quite a lot, you think he's probably one of his friends. Um, and actually under this sort of veneer of pissed off sneering, you can see this guy is like a little bit cut up and he's probably not taking this a whole lot better than you are. Okay, I will change tack slightly and be like, look, sorry, you just rubbed me up the wrong way. Um, you're serious right then. He's, he's exactly where he said he was going to be. Exactly, yeah. Did he have the same conversation with you that he had with me? And he says, uh, yeah, we both knew. We both found it out. How did you find out? That seems impossible, right? Like, how, how can they, they fix it? What did they do to him? Did you see the fight? I don't know what they did. Don't know. Put him up against someone he couldn't beat. But we, we knew it was coming. Paperwork and all. And, uh, well, I got a feeling I might be the next one on the list if you catch my drift. I mean, that's bollocks, right? They can't be going around all of us like this, else they'd run out of anyone to put on a show with. Well, just a few of us, just those at the top. But look, he told you about the bodies, right? He said, where do they go? Well, I think uh, I think that's something we need to find out, because I don't know about you, but I am not quite as relaxed as our friend about meeting our Lord and Maker. Yeah. Which one? Well, good question, good question. Lord of the Underworld, let's say. It sounds like you are... Talking some nonsense, and as we all know, as my priest always says, mysticism has been proven to reduce common sense. So, what are you going on about, man? And he sort of briefly looks up at you and looks away, and he says, uh, well, some of us uh, in our more senior years, we've been uh, disappearing faster than, than perhaps we should. think there's some uh, underhand work going on, and uh, I want to get to the bottom of it. Unfortunately, when you get to be a bit like me and Galvarax, make a little bit of trouble and people start watching you. It's not something I can really look into now. 
You want us to do it? Well, that was sort of what I was getting at. I'm not opposed to some some casual snooping. I mean, I can certainly think of worse people than these two for mischief. And if what you're saying is true, at least those two are probably young enough that that's probably not actually who they're going to be worrying about for a little while. And he, uh, he nods. He says, look, I want to be the next one out there. I need you guys to find out what's going on. If his body's still about, might be in the morgue. Maybe you start there, maybe you don't. Find out what's going on, because I sure as hell can't. You got any leads at all, or you just got nothing? Not not right now. That doesn't give us a lot to work with, then. But I will then just clap Toby on the back and be like, still, I think this one could use a project. And given he's so obsessed with dead bodies, maybe seeing some might cheer him up a bit today. I just look at Thaler, smile, and just let my fangs slightly elongate. Just a little bit. I'll just turn back, turn turn to him and be like, hey, you were the one being a miserable cow. You deserve it. So we've got a deal then. You'll go have a look at this, see what's going on. Hang on, the deal has two sides. What will you do for us? If we find out what's going on now, it might not affect you guys so much when it gets to your turn. We're going to be here for however long it takes us to get old. He looks at Phelan meaningfully. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of what happens, as far as I'm aware, once you're in, you're in. So... May as well do something useful. It's not like there's a lot of other forms of entertainment, is there? Be a way to like earn your freedom, isn't there? Oh no! What those stories I was told as a child were lies. Did you not know what you were getting yourself in for? He kind of shovels another spoonful of porridge in his mouth and kind of pushes half a bowl of it away. And he stands up. He says, "Uh, it's a uh, Jorgum, by the way. Good to meet you." Yeah, good to meet you too. Sorry, this is the way we're talking, but thank you. And he he nods. And he stalks off. The three of you now are sat in the uh, canteen. It is your day off. Uh, you you kind of get not super free reign. You can go to the training room and train, or you can go and sit in the very small garden and get some fresh air. And that's about your options, but you know you're not going to have to fight later. Um, do we know where the morgue is? Yeah, it's it's sort of in the basement level. Do we know what the like security arrangements around there would be? Or do we need to do a bit more digging to work that out? You know that there are a lot of guards that kind of walk around the corridor that's going to stop you going places you're not supposed to be going, um, keeping an eye on you. You know that the doors are likely to be locked, but otherwise you're not really sure. Okay. So we're we doing this. What going to the mall? Maybe not straight away. Want to think this through for a minute? Shall we? She heads the gun. Have a chat. See if we can think of anything that we know and how we can plausibly be in the mall. Because don't know about you, but I've never spent any time in there. <laughs> it's kind of a place you only go to once, right? Yeah, the, I'm not sure it's somewhere that they're used to having visitors. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's go to the garden. All right, so the three of you make... I want to pick some flowers. It's not that nice. Make your way no. to the gardens. It's sort of just a bit of grass. There's the vegetable patches around the back where the three of you work on chore days, but you, you don't have to do that today. You're just kind of able to stand. There's quite a few guards here, so it's not necessarily somewhere where there's a lot of privacy to talk. There's a couple of other people dotting around. Um, including the druid, uh, the dwarf druid from Tilda's friends, who sort of gives you a quiet sort of side eye and then continues sort of standing by the plants, just looking. Did my uh, my cantrips can be done because they're not harmy ones, right? They can be done normally. Yeah. Can I create an image of like a floating head of Tilda? that looks like rotten and has a rotten smell coming from it. Yeah, give me a performance check. 17? Yeah, so this this thing appears in front of the uh, the dwarven druid who kind of jumps back and she looks pretty horrified for a moment um until it becomes like pretty obvious that this is not real. And she just looks at you and kind of like narrows her eyes and turns around and walks back inside. Cool. Got rid of her. I was going to say, at least you gave us a bit more privacy. Oh, I can instantaneously clean or soil an object no larger than one cubic foot, so I make it look like she put herself. She doesn't notice. <laughs> I look at Lavana and smile. <laughs> I give him a wink. 
I will just look at the two of them and be like, good to see we're focused on the task at hand, as always. <laughs> yep. So what is the task at hand? Well, I was thinking maybe we're just overcomplicating this. I've known Galvarax a long time. It probably wouldn't be that weird if I asked just to go into the morgue to say goodbye, to be honest. Is that just too forward? But I can't really think of any other reason that anyone would go in there. And, well, I do miss him, so... Yeah, I can see that working. But roll a wisdom check. Seven minus two, five. Sounds like a great idea. You should definitely do that. Nothing oh, but now we're now we're in a conundrum, Hannah, because now as as players we know that that would be a very bad idea. Meta gaming, as characters we think it's a great idea, and now we're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to die again. One time. Chances are the worst they're gonna say is no and tell me to come back here, right? So, and if they say no, then that means they're hiding something as well. Let's be honest. Probably, it's a reasonable request. Can't see why they'd refuse it. Yeah, seems good. Who are you going to ask? So if I know vaguely where the morgue is, I assume is there like a guard stationed outside it? There are many guards that would even stop you getting towards the more industrial end, you know. You can get to the sleeping quarters, to the garden, to the canteen, to the training room, but you can't get many other places without bumping into a guard. If there's a lot of guards around, I'll go and speak to Alfred. Like, his voice will carry a bit more weight and I speak to him most days anyway. Me going in there is not going to be seen as unreasonable. Yeah, I'll come with. And uh, Toby should probably probably sit this one out because we don't want Blood Boy getting excited. Hey, I'm fine. All right. So you walk into his office and he, uh, he immediately looks at you. Failure, he says, hey, how's my best girl? You are very, very cheery and... My body hurts too much to deal with you today. Sorry. Oh, well, we did do all right yesterday, you and the team. And he kind of gives you Laverna one of them little, like, arm punches. I, I pretend to punch him back, but I don't. I just glare at him. He does the, like, hey, finger point thing. Like, yeah. I need some finger guns back at him. I'll just be like, yeah, wasn't our, our best performance, but survived. Try again next time. The crowd loved you. I'll turn to Toby and be like, See, even if we weren't at our best, we put on a good show. There's something yeah. to that, right? I'm sure they found me falling on my ass hilarious. Well, I know I did. Probably. It's pretty funny. Good entertainment for me. Maybe <laughs> scowls at all of you at the same time. <laughs> I'll, I'll just carry on and be like, obviously, didn't get a chance to see what happened earlier in the day, but um, Jorgen told me, well, that something happened to, to Galvarax. I didn't oh, see yeah, it. he was uh, he was on last. He was on right after you guys. Oh, he was lost. Yeah, it was uh, it was big, big. Oh, you should have seen what they had him up against. I'm not sure. I want to know. I've already been told the end result, but oh yeah, tragedies, isn't it? Tragedies. Seems like a weird guy to put last. He was, you know, old. Oh, but he was a crowd pleaser, wasn't he? Not anymore. Well, no, but, you know, these things happen. Sure. Well, regardless. Hey, I'm not happy about it either. It was a big money spinner for me. You always think with your uh, with your gold coins, don't you? Well, you, you are. That's what we do best. You should listen to your priests more. They always say you should strive for what's good, not for what's profitable. And that you should laugh at individuals who have lots of money. So, to you, Mr. Alfric, I say, ha 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 ha. I elbow Laverna hard. <laughs> and he says, well, yeah, well, if only I had a, a lot of money, hey. You know, I'm scraping a living together here just like you guys are. Oh, we make a living? When's my pay? Yeah, you live. That's not what we're here about. I'm sure you know that him have been friends for a long time. Um... I just want to go and go and see him. Like, I'll be five minutes. I don't need to take anything with me. No can do, sweetie. Why not? Come on, like, I'll, you know, you can come with me. I'm... No, sorry. Is it anything to do with you, you know? Sounds awfully like you guys have something to hide. Do you say that to him? I do say that to him. Because I'm a bold bitch. Um, all right, guys, give me a quick insight check. Oh, dirty 20. I got four. Seven. All right. 
Laverna. I think it's obvious that he's hiding something. It's obvious, pretty obvious that he doesn't want you to go in there at all. Um, but what you notice under that is he is getting suspicious of you. <laughs> okay. It, you're kind of realizing that this is not a normal request. Gladiators don't often request to see the bodies of their fallen, you know, comrades. And he is getting, uh, he's getting suspicious of what you are asking. Okay. They the others don't know anything. The others oh no, Toby just wants to punch him. And right now Failer's just focused on standing up. What's the what do the bracelets do for physical damage? It's only magic. Like if you just punched him, it wouldn't do anything. But there are presumably guards on the door. Yeah, and you don't really have a lot of weapons on you right now. I do. There are guards around. Toby always has a sword, and you know what would take down a gladiator ring? Assassinating the boss. Oh, this guy's not the boss. Oh. He he owns you three. He owned Galvarax and He's middle management. <laughs> oh he's oh he's middle management, he's the worst. Exactly. He doesn't like the term slave owner, he prefer, he prefers the term entertainment manager. Oh he is hundred percent that guy. What a twat. He's uh, yeah, he's middle management. There's a couple of, you know, Tilda's owned by a different slave owner than you guys. You guys all just happen to be owned by this one fella. Okay, I think I just like do that kind of coughing, saying something while trying to cough to hide it, but also trying not to hide it, you know? Because I don't like, I don't care if he knows that I don't like him. He is my slave owner. I don't like him. So I just kind of go like, <coughs> Venelicius. <coughs> what was that? Venelicius. It's Latin for slave owner. Oh, okay. Okay. Does Latin exist in this world? Well, we need a language for thieves can't, so. I'm going to say, oh, I know, I wait, I know, common thieves can elvish, dwarvish, goblin, and draconic. So I'm just going to say it's draconic. Latin is draconic. There we go. Okay. Seems reasonable. Yeah. And I just like curse him in, in um, draconic under my breath. Um, do I have any, I don't have any intimidation spells, do I? You can make shot sparks shoot out of your eyes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can I do that? Uh, you're going to intimidate the person who owns you, sure. No, I'm not intimidating him. I'm just wanting to know that I don't like him. I'm gonna shoot sparks out of my eyes and a little bit of like a little bit of smoke out of my ears. Right. And what is what are you trying to do with this? I want him to like he's already suspicious of me, right? He's super suspicious of you, yeah. I want him to be suspicious of me in a this bitch is gonna cause a riot kind of way, rather than this bitch is trying to undercover my secrets kind of way. Let's do a deception check because you're directly trying to lie to him. Uh sixteen. Yeah, you can see him, like, the suspicion shifts from, like, what are they trying to do to, ah, great, is she about to go and cause a riot because we won't let Fela see the fallen body of her mentor? Oh, yeah. And he says, come on, sweet cheeks, we both know it's not going to happen. Yeah, come on, guys, let's get out of here. Now, you just go take all of these sparkles and you go put them to use in the training room. I don't know. Go sparkle somewhere else, okay? I sparkle everywhere. Hey, I'm the vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Can we say that the vampires in this world are canonically sparkly? No. No, I'm no. dark and broody. No. <laughs> yeah, I, I say, come on guys, let's get out of here. We're not getting anywhere here. And kind of turn slightly grabbing Laverna and dragging her a little bit out. As we go, I just wanted to say, I didn't think I'd really ask for a lot while I was here. But hey, I guess that's just how it is, isn't it? It's just how it is, girl. As we get out of the corridor, I just, like, say to Lavana, what the fuck was that? You trying to get yourself killed? I wouldn't die. I'm too valuable to be killed. That's what we thought about Gavrilax. Well, he died in the arena. If they're gonna kill me, they'll kill me in the arena, and then I have a chance to fight for it. Like, I'm alright. Yeah, they'll put you against something you can't kill, and then you'll die. Yeah, I've seen it happen. I'm sure that Fela's seen it happen before as well. Keep your head screwed on. Where are you guys heading? Training room? So we don't know that Laverna sort of got the sense that he was hiding something. Like, as far as we're concerned, he's just being a douche. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Maybe training room is actually easier to talk in to some extent than the garden. Like, the noise of people training is much more normal for us to be in there. I don't know. Maybe guards wouldn't be actually paying, wouldn't be listening to us as much. They'd just be making sure we didn't try and cast too many spells or something. I also have telepathy. If we're in the training room... You guys can, like, think your messages and I can hear them. 
so it, it reduces the amount of like we all three have to be in a huddle it can be like two of you are in a huddle like I'm in a huddle with say Toby and Fela's thinking something and I'm relating it to Toby or something like that I can also put messages in your brain Jeez. that just sounds kind of fucked up to be honest but um what does telepathy do for um does that work with the bracelets on that a telepathy would because it's not a spell yeah I can speak things to any creature within 60 feet of me i can like put messages in their brain and we talk back or is that any detect thoughts that's only detect thoughts oh uh, okay so you can talk to us and we can't talk to you yeah you could use a combination of the two to have a very awkward conversation but only between two of us not between three of us and a relatively brief conversation to detect thoughts last a minute yeah a minute okay so you head to your training room and as ever, your bracelets are removed as you walk in. You know that there is a uh, there are glyphs of warding around the outside of the training room, uh, which will dispel magic as you pass through. And you also know that there are, again, quite a few guards watching you. But as you look around, you can see lots of, lots of gladiators that you have fought or fought alongside that you know pretty well. You can see Jorgum at the side. He's practicing with a with some uh, big, heavy weaponry that you think a gnome shouldn't be able to lift. But for some reason, this very small, angry dude can just, like, fling a great axe and he just throws it at the wall and you, like, see him, like, split a target on the wall. Is he Arnov's ancestor? He is now. <laughs> I haven't actually thought about that, but maybe. I thought from the way you, just, you were describing it, it was, like, Arnie's great-grandfather or something. Okay, it is now, yeah. Uh, he's got white hair, you know, rather than red hair. If he was Arnie's ancestor, he'd probably be a redhead. Well, it's white hair because he's old, right? Uh, yeah. And you can see Tilva and her two cronies having a good time. Did did our time in the garden constitute a short rest? No. Fuck. <laughs> you still got your seven damage. And I'm my, I'm my half my spell slots. You used up half your spell slots. What? I only get two. Warlocks work in weird ways. Why would you do that? To cast a spell you knew wouldn't work? Yeah. Story. Character. Damn, you stupid teenager. <laughs> making me look like the responsible one. This is weird. Cool. What are we doing? Well, there's two options. One is find a way to leave this room somehow without having the bracelets put back onto us. Do they like? How do the bracelets work? Is like a guard physically taking them off us each time, or do they magically like materialize and dematerialize? It's like someone physically takes them off of you. Okay. Do we have any idea how they work? Um, not enormously. Fair. But if we were to get like out of the training room without the bracelets, then we would have the run of the place. Like, how prominent are they? Would it be? Would we be able to like deceive people? I suppose we can minor illusion them onto our bodies. <laughs> I think minor illusion static, isn't it? Yeah, it's static, so you couldn't create one for your wrist that just moves with you. No. So it'd be fairly obvious if some if a slave was walking around without a bracelet. Um yeah, I imagine so. Right, okay. I mean a big distraction I just don't know how feasible that is though, to rile everyone up into causing a big distraction. That seems like a lot of work. It's like a, we can't do it immediately, but we can do it every couple of days kind of thing. We can start sowing some seeds. I don't know if it would be that complicated. I think given that there seems to be a few other groups out to get us, like the idea of starting something with them doesn't seem that hard. But my concern is I just don't know how much good it gets us, right? Like if everyone piles in and doesn't let us out the training room and we're just trapped in here, right? Like if they just like lock, lock down the room or something. Yeah, we need someone else to start a fight. That would just be known. We don't want to start a fight with the other gladiators because, like, yeah, they may be bullies, but they're still gladiators. Like, you want to start a fight with the the slave owners, not the not the other slaves. We don't want to like compromise our morals, kind of distraction. Well, speak for yourself. <laughs> Toby doesn't have much by way of morals, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah. Are we having this conversation as characters, by the way, or as uh, players? Because if we're having it as play- as play- as characters, not players, we might be kind of being kind of obvious. Yeah, I mean, roll me a performance check to see how well you can pretend to be training while you have this conversation. Pretty damn well. Uh, 19 plus 5, 24. Uh, 21. Natural 18. Yeah, you guys roll a 21 average. 
Um, so you like pretend real good to be training. Yeah, we're like sword fighting, but having a conversation. Toby and Failer have got like big swords and um, pole arms, and they're like doing the like whack whacking things. And as they like spin together, they're talking and then spinning away. And then the Verna's just like interjecting in their brains. Yeah, sounds about right. Love it. Yeah, so uh, you guys can talk freely because you think you're probably not going to be heard. Oh, when you say that, though, that's DM talk for something's going wrong that we don't know about. Oh, no, not yet. How heavily armed <laughs> are the guards? I assume, like, they'd be able to lock us down pretty quick, right? Roll an insight check for me. Uh, 13? With a 13, they look kind of moderately armoured, but they also look kind of bored. Okay. So you've got this impression that they're sort of... No, a little distracted. We could like get the jump on them. We could surprise them, and but it then just means that they're gonna raise the alarm, aren't they? And well, it depends what you do. Is um, is what's she called? Tilva. Is she in the room? She is, uh, with her halfling man friend and the female druid dwarf. If they're looking kind of like bored, the guards, would it be a sleight of hand check if I were to like? pickpocket a knife off of one of them or something some maybe something like where they used to put on the bracelets and then like slip it into Tilva's possession in a sneaky sneaky way so that the uh, the guard will notice that the thing's gone right like the the bracelet attaching machine is gone and then he'll be like hey who's got that and then he'll notice that Tilva has it and then be like You've got it, and then she'll get in trouble. Hang on, so if we're going to steal something that gets the bracelets off, why don't we just steal something that takes the bracelets off and then leave? Because we're trying to cause a distraction where the guards will all be distracted. They won't notice us leaving without the bracelets off. Or we'll just leave, take the bracelets off, and then do what we want to do. That seems like we're overcomplicating. Well, when when they take them off us, right, like, do they unlock them with some kind of item? Like, how do they come off us? Is it like... You know, they literally, like, put a key in a manacle type thing. You've not been able to quite work it out. It does seem to be a kind of key in a manacle sort of thing. When Laverna has tried to pick the locks before, it's not been working, so you think there's something magical about the keys, but you're not sure what. But there is a physical key of some kind that we could steal, either to put on someone else for pranksies or to try and use ourselves. Yeah. That's useful. How about steal it, and if we steal it successfully, they don't even notice then we just leave. If we if we steal it unsuccessfully, then we try and plant it on Tilda to cause a distraction. Yeah, we can do that. Is your mage hand visible or invisible? Oh, you have mage hand legerman. It's invisible. Arcane trickster, extra, extra mage hand bullshit. Yeah. Right. But what I'm thinking is the, the obvious issue there is that there's going to be a key flying across the air. Like, the key is not going to be invisible. Okay. So I can use the mage hand to steal the key. It won't be the key won't be invisible, but if I'm like if the hand is moving behind the guards, because presumably the guards are facing into the training room, if the hand moves away behind the guards as we walk past the guards, and I kind of like stealth sleight of hand, kind of swipe the key out of the sky, out of the air, as we walk past, the guards won't see it. In theory. In theory. Or if the guards were distracted by something else, for example. Toby punching Tilver in the face. Or that, or something a bit more innocent. Like, I'm probably pretty obviously a bit of a physical wreck today. I'm trying to spar with Toby, but, you know, it's quite a lot of effort on a day like today. So, you know, we could easily just have that go slightly wrong and I could call out, you know, in pain for help, something like that. Maybe one of the guards comes over and then you just swipe it while he's tending to me. I like this plan. It would look rather suspicious, though, me leaving while you're in pain. So I think it would have to be a swipe and I'd have to stay there, which makes it risky. Yeah, but the magic hand can be wherever, even if you're there. Yeah, but the magic hand is still, like, the thing floating through the air is going to be visible. Yeah, it could float through the air and then you could take it. And then, like, it's not necessarily suspicious, like, just because Laverna's in pain or just because Faye's in pain doesn't mean that you're necessarily going to hang around. Say, like, I I can call out, like... I'll go get your meds or something and run. Yeah, that would work. I don't think you have, like, well, I guess the, maybe the guards wouldn't know that. The guards may not know the situation, so they might think that's perfectly reasonable. Or I'll, or you could be going to get Alfred. Let's do that. Let's do this. Let's do it. This is a plan. 
Okay, so talk me through each step of the plan. I'm going to tell Toby to, like, go a bit, what will look like just going a bit too hard in training and, like, maybe, like, take out one of my knees, which are already, like, covered in a lot of, like, bandages and strapping. And then I will fall down and just, like, yell out in pain. Like pain. Don't actually cause her pain. Don't yeah, I can perform. That's fine. I'm good at that. And I will sort of basically just swear at Toby and yell for one of the guards to be like, just come and come and help me up and look after me. Actually, like, we've probably been in the training room enough. Would they just not give a shit if we hurt ourselves in here? Like, are they pretty callous about it? They're pretty callous, but it depends on how much of a performance you make of it, doesn't it? Fair. Okay, so this sounds like you're trying to do something pretty hefty. So let's go with a skill challenge. You've got six successes to three failures. So firstly, let's set the scene. Toby and Fela, you are fighting. So from what I understand, the first thing that happens is Toby is going to try and make a bit much of a swipe at Fela. I'm going to fake hitting her too hard so that she is caused pain and has reason to like collapse. Okay, give me a performance check. Oh, nice. That is a dirty 20. Fela, you're going to collapse to the floor, weeping and wailing about the pain in your legs. And you're going to make a really big fuss of this. Now, your legs are already in a pretty bad state. So I'm going to give you advantage on this roll because I don't think you have to pretend that hard. Uh, What am I doing? Also performance? Also performance. Or deception. Either is good. Uh, I'm better at performance, so with advantage, that is a 15. Um, That does pass it. Bailey, you collapse to the floor having a pretty bad time of it. You actually think Toby might have knocked something else out of place. What's happening next, gang? Paint me a word picture. Um, I'm going to start shouting and be like, help, help, someone help her, jeez, look at her, help. Go on, give me performance. 16. And uh, one of them, you know, he kind of looks a little bit younger than the rest of them, a little bit more impressionable. And he does sort of his head snaps and he he goes over to start going to see. And you can see the rest of the guards are certainly distracted enough by this. All right. I cast Mage Hand. Okay. Um, you're going to do a sleight of hand check to try and pick his pocket. Oh, that's a plus eight. Oh, and I rolled a 19. Well, unfortunately for you, you didn't check which of the guards have something in their pocket. He has nothing in his pocket. Oh, bugger. Does he not have any, like, fruit pastels or something I can steal? Oh, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's got, like, a packet of, like... Just some gum. Yeah, gum in his pocket. Can I try and yell at some of the other guards, seeing that they're not coming over, and just be like, come on, come, come help me get up. Alfred's going to be so furious with me. told me not to... Like, given, like, how beaten up I got yesterday, and I ignored him. Come on, help me get up before he sees me like this. What check are you trying to do here? I mean, I'm not great at it, but in the absence of doing more performance, I guess this is more deception, really. Okay, give me that good deception roll. Come on, dice gods. Hey, 16. Hey, that's not so bad. We're doing pretty good. With a good. plus zero, I just rolled a straight 16. I'll take that. All right, give me another sleight of hand. You see someone a bit more senior running over that you think might do the trick. Uh, well, that was a 16, and then I get an 8 plus to it. So, yeah, you sneak that key really, really good out of his back pocket. Boom, boom. Now what's going on, squad? I think I want to be, like, flapping a little bit, like, oh, oh my god, Fela, I'm, I'm so sorry, I didn't, can't believe it, I just, I'm, and I kind of look at Laverna, like, quick, get get Alfred, get Alfred, he, she, she's going to need, she's going to need something, get Alfred, and kind of try and, like, convince the guards that it's reasonable for... Laverna to leave at this point. Well, I mean, at the moment, the mage hand has the key, but we haven't done anything with that. So I think the next thing that needs to be dealt with is that the key is currently just in the air in an obvious position where people might see it if they were to look. Okay. Oh, could I just swipe the key out of the air? Yes. So the key comes flying towards you and you need to make a sleight of hand check. Try and grab it. Cool. This is where we fail and everything goes to shit, isn't it? Let's find out. Yeah, that's uh, 8 plus 4, 12. I think the key kind of just goes whistling past your ear and no one's seen it, but you barely miss grabbing it. Uh, how far past, like, who's, who's nearest it? It's heading past Toby, past Failure, towards Laverna. I, I can't do sleight of hand again. You can't. You can do stealth to pick it up, like, sneakily. I mean, Failure could do something as well if she wanted to. I'm trying to just keep the guard's attention, though. Like, I was sort of hoping the other two would deal with the key. <laughs> Taylor, what are you doing to help keep the guards' attention on you? Uh, I'm going to try and, like, reach 
up and grab them and then like get them to try and like pull me up and hoist me back onto my feet while like clinging onto their arms. But you're like quite a like quite a strong girl, so you probably like take a bit of hefting to get onto your feet. Yeah, I'll just be like, come on, pull me up. I can't <laughs> And you do that like dead weight thing. <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't want any of the others to see me like this. Come on, help me back up as I'm just kind of basically just grabbing onto them. So Laverna, what that is is Simon is using his help action. So you now get advantage on your acrobatics check. That's a 12 or... I'll take the 12. Uh, 12 plus 4. 16. And it sails into your hand and you grab it and you tuck it into your pocket. No, I did like a I did like a little jump dive kind of thing, but like a subtle one. A subtle jump dive. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that, that makes sense. It's acrobatics. It's like the main hand isn't the acrobatic thing. I am. Absolutely. You have a key, Fela. How do you deal with this situation? So the the one issue we have with this is that I don't have very good perception, so I'm not sure I would know when to stop. <laughs> I can speak to your brain. Okay. Do you, or...? Yeah, do you tell me that you've got it? I don't want to tell her to stop, because that would look highly suspicious. So I'm just going to kind of let her keep writhing on the floor. Um, And once I'm very much clear, and she's been, like, clearly helped up and all that, then I might be like, okay, yeah, stop now. Okay. Well, I think after enough time, I would eventually start, like, being a bit less of a deadweight to whichever guard is trying to pull me up. But I'm still going to try and keep his attention on me and make him put a bit of effort into it so that he's not paying too much attention to my companions. I'm going to head towards the door and be like, I'll call, I'm going to call Alfric. I'm going to get Alfric. He can help, he can give you something. And I'm hoping that the, the young guy, the young guard, the one that's a bit naive, is the one at the door. Is that the case? Um, roll me straight up and down d20. 12? Yeah. Yeah, he is. So he's like, no, not the most, not the best. So I'm going to let you keep doing your distraction to the other guards while he's the one who puts the bracelet on me. And as soon as I've got the bracelet on and I'm leaving the training room, I'm going to give you the message in my brain because it's 60 feet. I feel like that's far enough. So I can give you the message in my brain and your brain and be like, yeah, I got it. You can stop now. So Fela will have like pulled herself up to maybe like, I don't know if there's like a box or a bench or something that she can like just be resting in. And then I'll start like taking the like the strapping and like bandages off my knees and just being like, oh, look at what you did to me. And it's just like my completely like fucked up battered legs from like way too many years of fighting with like a massive welt from where Toby's just whacked me with a sword. I mean, I wish I could heal you, but I can only heal myself. <laughs> he feels bad about it though. 